That music means only one thing. Bob? It's a funky uh, Friday. Okay, very good. It means it's Stevie it, Wonder. I yes, know that part. It means it's the start of it, one of the hours of Funky Friday. I gotcha. Typically, this has been reserved when Evan's here only, but he allowed us to continue the continue. funk. Yeah. I heard he's going to the uh, Ozarks. Yes. That's where he uh, he's floating somewhere in the middle of Arkansas. Hopefully, or, or maybe hopefully the weather Missouri. there is better than it is here right now. Yeah, but I'm okay with this because we needed this. Right. We were getting too dry. We were getting too As we always used to say, it's good for the farmers. It is good for the farmers, and there's certain times of the year when you want your lawn to crunch, like when the leaves have fallen or there's a frost. You don't want your lawn to crunch right now when you walk on it. Right. Well, I have a good question. Would you rather have 100-degree weather like we've had or endless rain? 100-degree. Really, that's you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably me, too. Mm -hmm. Rain could get the satellite dish, so I don't like that. There's a part of me that has thought, man, living in the desert would be hard, like the southwest United States. But I also kind of want to try it. Oh, no. Really? No. You know, I don't I checked today, Vegas. Vegas for the next week is between 110 and 120. 110 to 120. No, that's not. The only times I've ever been, I've never been to Vegas, but I've been to Phoenix and and, and whatnot. And and I've only been there in the winter or early spring months. But, you know, the locals say, well, we just, we seek elevation if it's too hot. We we go up to the mountains. Yeah, whatever. So, you know, could I have 100 degree weather, but I get to leave if I want? Well, that's that's okay. Go up to my mountain chalet or my my lake house somewhere. I hope you have a lot of money. I so don't. Those don't come come cheaply. I don't. I'm content, but, but 110 I don't. is hard to get out of. That, that that power bill will be a little steep, and I don't like to sit in something that's temperature I heat my food on. <laughs> it's a general rule. If I could heat my food inside outside, I, I don't want to be there. So I could no. the old fry an egg on the hood of the car. Exactly. Or <laughs> cook soup or whatever. No, I'm not doing that. So no. Welcome into hour number two of a Funky Friday Sports Talk. Bob's here for the hour. We appreciate it. Michael Finke, former Champagne Centennial standout. And oh yeah, by the way, he played basketball at the University of Illinois and now plays basketball professionally. He is going to stop by. Caught my eye that there's going to be a Centennial Central alumni Very game. cool. Very, very he'll cool. he'll play in. He'll actually square off against his brother, one of his brothers, who will play on the Central side. Uh, but he's also here training uh, youngsters in basketball in between gigs in the pro basketball circuit. So I thought as good as time as any Why catch not? up with Michael Finke. Yep. And if I may say, a good guy. Well, the, yeah, definitely. Well, the brothers guard each other. This is a great question. Mm-hmm. I want to know about that because they play played a timer thousand against each other. I'm guessing at least early Michael had a big edge. He was bigger and more experienced, but I, I assume over time Tim kind of caught up. So cool. It's very cool. If you want to weigh in, phones are two one seven three five six nine three nine seven. Castle Heating and Cooling text line is three five one five three five seven. White Sox continue. The series against Detroit tonight, you'll hear it here. Pre-game at 6.30, 7.10 1st pitch. Cubs against the Dodgers, and the Cardinals are against uh, Philly at home. Go down, Cardinals. Yeah, down, against, uh, down at Bush Stadium, I say. Adam Wainwright 
who's pitched a time or two at uh, Bush Stadium, will be on the mound, but no Yadier Molina to catch for him. Do we have any more Big Ten members since uh, we last took a commercial no, break? No, no, fortunately, but I think there'll be more. Uh, Jay Lemon, I don't know if you saw my story today, he basically said they're not done, and he's right. Mm-hmm. There's going to be more. The kind of the question is where do you go? But he mentioned he thought go back to the Pac-12, go back and get Washington and go get Oregon. There's a bunch of teams, but in Notre Dame, he was pretty dismissive of the power of Notre Dame, which was interesting because he is in TV. He knows these, these things. He probably has a better handle on the perception for most of us would be, while Notre Dame's this big we whale you could grab. But actually, reality, as he pointed out, was they haven't won a football title in 30 years. So 88, 98, I got to do the math. But yeah, 30 years. It was 40. 30 years. 88. So that's a long time. So are they all that valuable? They have a national name, but so does USC and UCLA. So to me, you and so does Penn State. So I don't think you, you'd obviously take them if they wanted to come in, but I don't think you have to take them. Yeah, I don't think Big Ten is on its knees begging. No, and like don't. Like it used, may, maybe was. Well, I but don't I still think they, think they really that. wanted them. I think there was times they really wanted well, them. from a geographic standpoint, oh. it'd be obvious. And they've got good, they're good in some of the sports, too. Uh, across the board, baseball's always been good. Just made the tournament, so they're really good. I think there's a lot of teams there, a lot, lot going on there, but I'm not sure it's a beat-all, end-all for the Big Ten. Andy uh, Staples right. went through a, uh, I think it looks like, from going back to 2015, um, looked at 914 regular season college football games that okay. did not involve Notre Dame or anyone who will be uh, or is in the Big Ten or SEC. Okay. Okay? So take Notre Dame out, all right? Right. Um, here are... The top teams that, well, you take a guess. The the top teams that were in games that involved more than a million viewers by the ratings. Okay. What what teams do you think those would be? Hmm. So so not SEC, not Big okay. Ten, not Notre Dame, and now not USC or UCLA. What would so you, I guess maybe a couple of Pac-12 schools. Oregon, no, no, maybe. No, no, um, uh, yes. Oregon? Oregon would be fourth. Okay. Miami. Fifth. So I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Oklahoma. Uh, no, because they're now in the SEC for the oh, purposes of okay, this. For the, for, for the purposes okay. of this. So I, I can't. In other words, who's next? Who do you want to go get? This is a, who's most advantageous in terms of eyeballs. Hmm. It's tricky. In terms of television viewing. Television. So think of a space. Third. Third on that list with 28 games of a hundred of a million viewers or more would be Washington. Okay, it sort of makes sense. Sure. Second with 31, Florida State. Okay. They're not a big team school, but that's fine. And the first team that gets the most eyeballs. Clemson. There you go. There you go. Easy. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I don't th- see Clemson as a Big Ten team. I see Clemson if the SEC wants them. That makes more sense. I don't think Clemson is an SEC school. And frankly, beyond that part, the 
eyeballs and they've got great fan base. It doesn't do a whole lot for you in terms of growing the brand. South Carolina is a small state. There's not a whole lot of – there's fans, but – But Clemson still has sort of a national – They do. They do. And they mostly because they've been so good. Yeah, I think that's, that's what that's it is. More, I mean, they've just been great. And Florida State has been has in the past been good. And they're a name brand. They're so. a name brand. And Florida's that's a weird state to wrap your head around because it's really populous. Right. But obviously has a lot of transplants. And, and they're and split. Yeah. They're split. Yeah. Split but, between Florida, Florida State, maybe a little bit of Georgia, other teams. So mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But those may all make sense to me. Now, so that's more than double of a team I've heard thrown around, a program I've heard thrown around, North Carolina. Okay. Now, North Carolina, the state, it's the most populous state in the country that does not currently have a Big Ten team or an SEC team. Right. So there you go. I mean, that state is growing. It's growing leaps and bounds. There are cities are Raleigh, Charlotte that are becoming boom towns. So that I think. That makes sense to me. Always made sense to me. I would have told you five years ago. At the at North Carolina, plus beyond beyond the fact that basketball there is so good, football is okay. They they're really good in a lot of the other sports. So I think that's mm-hmm. a, that's a great fit. And I think at the academics, which is going to be a big deal here, I think we're going to going to over underrate that part of it. But I think in USC and UCLA's case, it's very valuable. For the Big Ten, it's easy for the chancellors and presidents to get around and say, hey, we're going to add Carolina, because they know academically that school is up to snuff. So I think it makes a lot of sense. I, that's where I'd go. So the the news of the day, or maybe the non-news of the day, is Gary Barta speaking today for, uh, this is the athletic director at Iowa. Right. Basically saying, we're we're, we're fine right now. Right. We're taking calls, but we're not actively seeking. Well, I think that's probably right, but I think they got to make a do a process. Uh, this these two were pretty out of, out of the blue. I think the next one will be a little more advanced notice, so to speak. And the question is, where do you want to end up? And maybe they got to figure out wh- what do you want to do in terms of a scheduling, how you split the thing up. But I think you get to sixteen, you make that work for a little bit, and then maybe make some changes. But the back twelve is in trouble. And I think if the Big Ten were to go add Carolina and maybe another school from there, that might put the ACC in trouble. Mm-hmm. So is that the goal? Or do you want to subsist with all these other leagues? Uh, at some point you might say, Big Ten, you're fine. You're just you're fine. fine where you are. I think USC and UCLA want more schools. Right. I, but I don't know that well, they Well, they want more West Coast schools to make their scheduling a life easier. And I think, again, Washington, Oregon, to me, very appealing for a lot of reasons, uh, academically strong, sports programs across the board strong, and uh, they would make it easier for UCLA and USC. Of course, people realize, of course, hopefully, those schools are like, not like next door, door to L.A., right? They're like multiple states away. They're well, far it's away. A, it's a three-hour flight, I think. It's, it, it's not a— it's not a drive down the beach. It's it's quick, quick, uh, longer flights. So yeah. not easy. But they've already been doing that. They know that. But yeah, I mean, football. Who cares? And actually, Stanford, Cal. To me, if you're going to go ahead and add Washington, Oregon, you already got USC and UCLA. You might as well add Stanford, Cal. 
again, from an academic standpoint, from a, a TV viewer standpoint, L.A. or San Francisco, Los Oakland, huge markets. Um, so we'll see. Well, at some point, though, the name Big Ten becomes even more Really, comical. really Big Ten. Yeah. Super Big Ten. So maybe when we come back, we'll kick around new names for the conference. Nope. Big Ten. <laughs> no, they, they didn't change when they went to 11. Makes no sense. Might as well just stay with the Big Ten. I also want to bring you some uh, audio from Illini basketball player Coleman Hawkins on a podcast that he was on. Uh, an interesting quote for him looking uh, at uh, Illinois' lack of success recently when it comes to the NCAA tournament. A very candid response. Well, that's all coming up. And then Michael Finke will join us as well. Sports Talk on this Friday continues. And uh, moving up our slot here, and that's just fine because Michael Finke is in the house. So we will visit with him now, and we are excited to do so. Pride of Centennial High School, former Illini basketball player, now a professional basketball player in Europe here uh, in the summer. Somewhat recently married as well. I, has it been a year? Uh, technically two years. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I think yeah. that happened during the pandemic, didn't it? Yeah, so we were supposed to get married in 2020 oh, gotcha. uh, and then with a big wedding. But when COVID hit, obviously, we did something small. And last August, we ended up having our big thing with everyone else. But So, yeah, two years, fully married, almost one year of the big wedding. But yeah. So do you, do you have two anniversaries? Or just we just one? celebrate the first just one. Just one, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah it's too that's, many gifts and all that. There's to <laughs> too many anniversaries to forget, my friend. <laughs> that's, that's true. I'm sure don't, you're right. Don't forget that. Sure. Great to see you. You yeah, are you home uh, for the summer? Yeah, yeah, I'm here for the summer. We got back uh, beginning of May, and then usually we'll head back out mid-August, early September, it kind of depends on where I end up and when the season starts for that. Well, I know every athlete has, uh, you know, their, their off-season, uh, but I wonder, is it is it difficult for you, maybe not, uh, I don't know how to, what, how to phrase it, but not attached to a program? Yeah. I imagine if you're an NBA guy, you're on your own, but maybe you have different resources yeah, at your disposal. For sure. It's just all you, right? Yeah, for sure. It's definitely, uh, you have to have some discipline with it, for sure, right? Uh, if you want to go to the beach every day and go on vacation and drink alcohol all the time and do whatever you want, then you can do that. Or if you want to get better and get dis- stay b- disciplined and improve your game and try and get better contracts as you go in year in, year out, uh, then you're going to work. And that's kind of where I'm at with it is uh, I want to keep playing as long as I can. And as long as my knees hold up and I'm healthy, I'm going to keep playing. So while I'm doing, I'm going to give it my all. So while I'm here in the summer, it's training every day, weight room, conditioning, basketball. Is there Are there days where like, I don't want to? I mean, we For all sure. wake up. There's we all wake up. Sometimes I don't want to go to work, or whatever. But that's your job. Definitely, right that's it that's every it. day. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but I've you know I've never had an experience where my entirely my own boss, and if I don't go to work, nobody says anything. Right. Maybe your wife does. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Does she does she ever have to say get up, go? <laughs> no, I'm actually pretty good at that. Honestly, it's yeah. I. The summer for me, actually, I really enjoy the the grind of it and working at it, getting up early in the morning and going to the weight room and then uh, doing basketball workouts and all that. It's actually, it's fun to me, the process of it, of getting better and seeing improvements and seeing my body change and all that. And I, I don't know. For me, also in the season, you don't lift as heavy, and uh, it's more of staying where you're at and just trying to keep your strength, maintaining it. And for me in the off season, I really like to, I don't want to say bulk up, but get more cut and put on a, maybe a little bit of weight and all that. So it's 
that pro- part of the process is fun to me and everything. So, so what are you working on? What are the fine tuning you've been doing? Yeah, for me right now, uh, a big thing. I don't know if you've heard of uh, Ben Patrick, knees over toes guy. It's, he's a big guy on Instagram, but he's long story short, he was a guy in high school that couldn't run, couldn't jump, was in knee pains, had a bunch of surgery, and then really changed his body and uh, got his knees a lot stronger. And he calls them bulletproof. I mean, he made this whole plan that. Uh, get your quads stronger and everything. So that's basically what I've been doing is trying to really get my lower body really strong and helping my vertical, helping my knees stay healthy and my lower body and everything. So that's been a big thing with agility, versatility and all that stuff and uh, really trying to get stronger and better shape, more condition. And uh, so that's off the court. And then, well, I guess that kind of translates to the court. Well, sure. Yeah. But then on the court basketball wise, just improving my shot. My low post game is uh, something I'm keep improving every off season, but that's something I've really been focusing on this year. And, uh, got a lot more touches this year at that uh, this past season and was good at it, better than I have been, but just trying to make more improvements and just take that step in my game to the next level. Are you getting feedback from coaches, scouts, or whoever say, we want you to do this, this, and this, and then you know, maybe it's For the sure. next career goal, or is it more, this is what I want to be better at? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, I've been in the game long enough that I know what my weaknesses are and what I need to improve on and get better at, and coaches will – talk about that as well and tell me what I need to need to do and that's what I do in the offseason is just try and improve it more and I'd say even more uh this offseason than anything is I've really taken it personal to try and make that step I think for me going into this next year uh, as a pro it's uh it's going to be a big season for me personally is uh where I'm going to be five years from now in my career so uh I'm just trying to take it take it to heart every day and really improve and uh maybe turn some heads overseas when I'm out there next year. Michael Finke is here with us on Sports Talk. Where were you and where are you going? Yeah, great question. Uh, so last year to start, I was in Greece. I was actually Excellent. on two different teams throughout the throughout three months. I didn't get paid my first 30 days there, so I went to a different team and then uh, had money issues there with that team. So I ended up leaving Greece, and I went to a team in Cyprus, which is an island near okay, sure. Greece and Turkey, and I was there for the rest of the season. and. Terrible, uh, terrible views and oh, it was awful. Situation right? living yeah. right, right on the beach, and yeah. did they pay you a hope? Uh, majority of it. I'm still owed a little bit of good amount of money, but it was better. But yeah, it was it, it was a rough year in that department. But hopefully, it all works out in the end. It's, don't want to bore you with those details, but uh, you're not the first, yeah, athlete to have that experience. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah, it's a uh, it's part of the game with that. But that's kind of the learning lesson I've learned from this year is there are leagues overseas in basketball that pay on time pay you the money right. you're owed and everything and that's I was fortunate enough to have that in my first couple of years but this year was three separate teams that didn't quite uh end up to the end of the bargain so that's a big thing for me going into next year is finding a place that pays on time obviously but also a good league basketball wise and good place to live so where's that going to be is there some options what there are you I'm, I'm hearing from a lot of good teams and some good leagues in Germany Italy okay uh, some other teams around different countries, but that's, I, I th- hopefully it's this process for a lot of overseas players. It usually starts picking up right now about mid July and some people have already signed, but it usually all of July is kind of when it starts to pick up and you, you find it out. So hopefully in the next couple of weeks, I have a pretty better idea of where I'm at and can go. I've, I mean, a couple of years ago, I went to the Netherlands. I think I found out like a week before and flight was booked and I they told me the night before that hey your your flight's gonna be booked you're leaving tomorrow and it's all right I'm, I'm ready to go let's go does it feel similar to the recruiting process uh you know when you're trying to figure out well, hey where do I want to play and who wants me to play it's similar but different because you I have an agent so my agent handles all that stuff so he's taking calls calling different 
teams, coaches, GMs, whatever it is, day in and day out, and so I don't have to worry about that. And then when a good offer comes aboard, he'll he'll call me or whatever and just say, hey, we got this option for you. Uh, what do you think? And tell him yes or no if I want to explore it, and then uh, we go from there. So if I am interested in it, then that's when I'll get on the phone with the coach or the GM and uh, talk to them about that. Michael Finke is with us. Speaking of your agent, he, uh, he booked you a really big gig here on August 6th. I had not caught wind of it till I read it in the paper, but a Central Centennial Alumni game. The pay's got to be huge for that. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. Yep. Huge. Uh, you obviously will be representing the Chargers. Yes, Can I boo him now? I don't boo normally, <laughs> but I got a little, little Central ties. Uh, I don't know. My Simpson dad was said. there, so I was I was a Central fan for a few right. years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any brother. Yeah. Uh, both of them, yeah. Both brothers, yeah. yeah. Captain James Kinney. Yep. Remember him? Of course, sure. Ravante Rice. Yep. Remember absolutely. him? Uh, Diedrich Bird, Quinn Nottingham, Josh Piper, Jamonte Williams, Talon Alexander, Terry and Howard. I'm guessing going here for some reason in reverse alphabetical order. <laughs> Tommy McAboo, Casey Carter, Jordan Johnson, Cam Reeves, Bryson Cowper, Tiger O'Neill, and of course, you, Michael Finke. Mm-hmm. So how'd you get uh, word of this? Uh, I, I actually know nothing about how... Yeah the genesis of all this but it's really cool yeah coach uh sonny walker who's now uh dean at centennial he was the jv coach there for a long time yep uh he hit me up a while like probably three four months ago maybe longer than that and just said hey i'm trying to put this together uh, what do you think are you in and i told him if it works my schedule i'm in 100 like i think it'd be great uh, and it works for me so i'm in i'm in it and he obviously you got a lot of great alumni from both sides uh central has a great roster as well so yeah jay simpson who writes a column for for us uh jermaine roebuck cam rowan jordan caroline fred uh, greer verdell jones donald stewart jordan lee keon gill clayton jones jordan walker spencer johnson captain and oh tim finke (laughs) i I like the bruins in this one (laughs) 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 i'm going on on a really great Bunch of people. Yeah, it's, for sure. It's just for a sure. great thing for local fans. Well, Absolutely. They, no. Hopefully, everybody's now. They're probably not all in shape like you are. I assume. Your yeah, that's is. what I. Th- I think there's a few people that are playing pro still. Obviously, right. Ray, Ray is. Right. Uh, Jordan Caroline is also. Is he an alumni? He didn't graduate from Central. Yeah, so he, I think that's a stretch. Guess we're counting that for is that. It a ringer. A is that yeah. what you're saying? <laughs> right. it's a little bit of a stretch. Right. No, that, that's my guy. But no, it's a. Uh, there should be a few guys on the teams. Obviously, they're in shape, but I think. A lot, most of them haven't played or just play pickup here and then. So it'll still be fun. It'll be great for the community to get everyone involved. And yeah, it'll Tim, be a lot of fun. T- can Tim ball out? Tim? Will Scott Nagy let him? <laughs> That's actually a great question. Uh, I'm gonna well, let, your agent I'm gonna let defer. you ball out. He will as long as I'm smart about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So uh, actually, I probably should talk to him about it more. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't mentioned it. Yeah, a little bu- uh, well, we've got him on the line here. No. He'll be cool with that. Yeah, it's yeah. playing basketball. It's, it's going to be you not, gotta play. not yeah. you're not going to be diving in, into each other, you would think. So yeah, I'm sorry, Coach be, Walk. I'm not going to be getting dirty like that, but I'll, I'll I'll be out there having fun with it and doing what I can. Lots of threes, lots of I can promise a few threes. Right. I can promise a few threes for sure. But, yeah, actually, I don't know about the Tim situation. I would think he can, but that's a that's a good question. I have to, I have to yeah, that sounds close because you get some guys. Yeah, that's, that's some player. Last thing you'd want is to, for anything to happen to him. Right, and that that was the biggest thing. I actually right. talked to Jordan about it the other day and said, like, "What are you thinking about it with, with all this?" He's like, "No, I'm going to go out there and we'll just be smart about it and do right. what we can." So, Tim I mean, gets another year, right? Yeah, he right. technically has two more years with the COVID stuff. But I think this will be his fifth year going into it, and then I would assume he would leave one way or the other. But who knows? I guess you can see what happens. And what's that. Nick up to? Yeah, so Nick he graduated from West Point a couple years. 
was it a year ago too? I, I can't remember. I'm bad with dates. But now he's uh, stationed out right outside of Seattle in Tacoma, and he's serving for Army out there, and he's there for the next three years, I believe. So he's serving the military or serving Does the Army. Does he get to play still? He plays pickup every now and then. Yeah, yeah. we were actually we were playing the other day, me, Tim, and him. Uh, him and Tim are both in town right now, actually, so uh, able to be around them for a little bit. Did the competitive juices flow with you as brothers like for it sure. used to? For sure, and it was actually funny. We were playing uh, one-on-one full court yesterday, and Nick hasn't – he obviously hasn't played competitive since he was at West Point a couple years ago, but it's still like – we pick it up just like that, just going back at it, and it's fun for us to push each other and get after it. It's, he's, it's a lot of fun. he's an army shape too. He's probably, he is. He's, he's, str- like he's put a, on some like like good rock, weight too. Right? He's, he, I think yeah. he weighs more than me right now. He's he's cut. Yeah, that's good. Yeah what, yeah, what is army shape like compared to basketball shape? Uh, yeah, he's probably not like conditioning shape, but he's he's probably putting up more weight than me in the gym right now. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he wouldn't if we were boxing. He's not going to beat me up. But, you know, you know, but, you, know <laughs> who's a, you know who's a saint? His mother. That's nice. Of you. His well, obviously, that whole thing with those three boys and dad coaching sure. and all yeah. that, and I mean, my daughter too, or daughter, my sister. Her yeah, daughter, yeah, right. That's. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm assuming a few gallons of milk were consumed during the week. That's for sure, yeah. Everyone's at home right now, so I'm Seriously? don't envy their, their grocery bill right now for, <laughs> for the weekend. Yeah. Mike, Tell me about it. Yeah, Michael Finke is with us. You've also been working with uh, kids here, uh, yeah. getting getting them trained in basketball. Yeah. How's that been going? It's been great. Uh, I've been working with kids of all ages from, I think, the youngest I've done is seven years old to high school, Ty Pence, who's going to be a senior, obviously, at St. Joe, work with him. to So all – different levels and uh, different ages, both genders, everything. It's been great. Just be able to teach kids different fundamentals and uh, work on it. Luckily for me growing up, I was blessed to have a dad that played D1 basketball and uh, knew the game at a pretty high level, so I was able to learn from it. But a lot of these kids growing up don't learn the fundamentals and just the basics that you would think uh, that I guess I just never really thought about, just something I always knew. But it's it's good to give back and help with them and uh, try and give them even – they're not going to remember everything I teach them, obviously, but just give them one or two things to focus – focus on and uh take that into as they play on the driveway or go into their seasons and everything so it's cool. maybe it's overused but you'll hear coaches say basketball iq for sure basketball iq and why i like this kid because he's got a good basketball iq are, are there things that you're seeing maybe kids should be picking up in that realm that 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 they need more of at the high school level or whatever you can't expect them to be as savvy as right. somebody in their 20s playing professionally right but yeah no, it, it, yeah, it was interesting when I went into this because I really, I haven't been around, I don't have kids of my own. I'm not really around kids like that ever other than the camps I've done at Illinois or GCU and all that. But I didn't really know what skill levels kids would be at. But it's been really uh, good and like interesting, like I said, to be around these kids and to see where different ages are at skill-wise and see how they pick up a lot quicker than uh, some others and some are more gifted in other areas than that. And it, it's just, it's really cool. And to see people improve over different lessons that I've been doing with them and not taking all the credit for that, but just no. seeing how they've uh, evolved and just getting better. It, it's a lot of fun and rewarding to be around that for sure. Michael, you missed NIL. How, how, oh. how would that have done for you? Are you a local guy? <laughs> yeah. I, I would think that would have worked pretty well. I would have. Maybe a realist, maybe a local real estate agent or two could have used <laughs> right, you to right. endorse them. Yeah, that's a be <laughs> right. just an example. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Randomly sure. came to mind. No, that would have been amazing. We I talk about that all the time with my wife and uh, my friends. That yeah, being here at Illinois, the right. champagne guy would have definitely. I mean, hopefully, I would have made a few a few extra dollars. But yeah, I don't know. It's awesome for them. I'm happy that all these students get the chance to do it now. Without getting into personal business, is your brother 
reaping yeah. the benefits. Yeah, he's he's he doing a little bit with it. Yeah, okay. right. State obviously they don't have the boosters and everything. Right, right. say that like here does, but he is he's making a little bit of money with Good. it. Yeah, taking I, advantage of it for sure. Why not? Yeah, pizza money. Why yeah, not? absolutely. Not that you guys eat pizza. <laughs> I never eat pizza. <laughs> right. Right. Lots of baked chicken. Hi, I'm Michael Finke, and when I need insurance, I go to. Uh, <laughs> I've heard some of these Whatever. commercials with the line I guess, and it just cracks me up. <laughs> well, they had fun with Cuffy. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. The uh, I'm sure. Uh, uh, health alliance or whatever mm-hmm. had fun with them. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. Hey, I'm proud of myself, Michael, because I've gone this far into the segment without asking you about Illinois basketball directly. Oh good. So yeah, yeah. no, I like it. Good. <laughs> uh, but just read this quote from. Uh, Coleman Hawkins, mm-hmm. who was on a, a podcast, said people don't realize the different things we can do offensively and defensively. We can switch. We have a crazy amount of length. We're all athletic. The amount of different things we can do is crazy. We started our summer workouts, and we've put in three rules in our offense, and the amount of things that we've got being there, and the way we move the ball, the way we work together is crazy. Athleticism, length, versatility. It's positionless basketball. That's what basketball is mm-hmm. nowadays. First of all, uh, that's a term we heard – I don't know, several years ago, kind of became an NBA thing. Is that something you're experiencing overseas, the, quote, positionless basketball? Yeah, for sure. I think the game's just evolved so much. I think when you've – I mean, you hear it all the time, but Steph Curry kind of changes the game, right, with a a little guy that's not as gifted athletically as a lot of other people but just stretch the floor and shoot threes, and you see all these kids growing up now that want to shoot threes and everything, which not knocking it, that's what I do too. But uh, it's definitely changed. Overseas, it's – if you can't shoot the ball, you better – be dominant inside or be a crazy freaky athlete and uh, I think it's the same thing here now in the states it's the game's changed so much I mean you saw how much Kofi dominated his inside but without the outside presence that he has he wasn't drafted and so it's just it just it's different for obviously now he's making good money but it's just it's a different game now and uh yeah times change do you think a guy uh, a coach like Brad Underwood how do you approach that you're going to put everybody together and you know this you come together with a team with a group of players and you got to figure out how to gel quick yeah you have so many options it right. sounds like but you got to pick a lane in yeah. some ways yeah. how, do, how do you do that as a coach with, with a group of players how do you figure out well i want this but not that even though you could right. do both for sure for sure i mean that's i mean illinois is blessed with all the skill and athleticism that they have now right and it's they can play six seven eight nine ten as many deep as they want because they have the talent for it so it's a uh, great position if your coach underwood to be in that uh with all that talent but I think nowadays, like we were saying with the positionless basketball, it's uh, maybe not we need three guards and two bigs out there. It's, I just need my five best players to go out there and play. I mean, I've seen DeMonte over the years playing the four, obviously, playing even I, – I think maybe some five. I know Malcolm played the five at times for us when I was there. It's just the game has evolved so much that it's not as much about size or anything else and just I need my five best players out there. Who's the five playing the best right now? And let's go out there and get a win. So When you're playing overseas – yeah. I assume you're trying to follow your brother, of course, and also Illinois. Can you do that, or is it tricky? Yeah, no, I try it to the best of my capabilities okay. out there. It's tough, obviously, with the time zone change or right. the time difference. It was, I think, eight hours this year. But whenever, so whenever there's a day game for Illinois, Wright State, even GCU, whoever it is, I can watch it. It's usually like seven or eight p.m. for me, so it's okay. that's perfect for me. I can watch those. Other times. If they play at night, I'll record it or watch it or just see the highlights. But I'm always checking stats, looking at everything, following on Twitter. It's if they play in L.A., that's going to really throw that's you off. crazy. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what the GCU with the Arizona and Phoenix. Right. It's, it's tough to follow. You yeah. don't think they're adding them. But in right state, probably not going to make it either uh, <laughs> in terms of expansion. <laughs> right. uh, you never know. Um, 
You mentioned Malcolm, yeah. your good friend Malcolm Hill, yeah. um, getting a second year with yeah. the Bulls. Right. Uh, playing summer league right now. Yep, just finished a game. What does that mean for him? Uh, uh, it's I don't know exactly the terms of the contract with him right now. I know the number that was out there. I'm not entirely sure if it's true or not. I, he didn't really talk to me about it as in full detail, but I know he's trying to aim for that or even more of a bigger contract. He's in a great position right now. Had a great game today with summer league. Uh, he's just keep moving, keep working as hard as he is, and trying to do what he can. But it's he's doing really well, taking full advantage of the opportunity that he has, and uh, I wish nothing for the best for him. I was actually – I went up – right. they left yesterday for Vegas. I was there the day before, and me and Tim went over there to Chicago, and we're getting shots with them up in the gym and all that, and it was good to see him in person. And Yeah, uh, there's the number of people that uh, are pulling for him oh, it's in his crazy. NBA endeavors. Um, and I, by chance, had a chance to go to a Bulls game – and with my kids and my yeah. wife, and I'm watching Io and Malcolm on the hill it's on the floor at the same right? time. Awesome. Like, this is really cool. It's awesome, yeah. It's uh, actually it was in the, I was in their locker room yeah, a couple days ago, and him and Io's locker right next to each other, and just seeing oh, that's that. Funny. It's, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. He's so underrated to me, in my mind. For Malcolm sure. is. In terms of what he did in LA, oh, I think my. he's number two all-time score, three. 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 three? Mm-hmm. three yeah. Pretty good. Trent Not had bad. a chance at surpassing him, uh, it, but would have had to have – a very right. sustained run of point scoring, but right. and obviously had more opportunities. Yeah, for sure. In terms of for sure. in terms of the game, but and you guys are still uh, continuing with your blog. Yeah, in the know, yeah, we're doing it. We were trying to do it every Tuesday, but I think that became a little unrealistic, so we're trying to drag it out a little bit more. Bob knows that feeling. <laughs> yeah, turn out another one, Bob. Of course, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I don't do blogs, but yeah, I get that. Well, feeling. But, so, but uh, having to write every day or every sure. so often. For yeah. sure. Yeah, so we're trying once or twice a month. Uh, between the two of us, just writing down what comes in our heads and different experiences we have along the way. He'll be up next with his, and I'm sure he has a lot to write about with his experience this summer with the Bulls and uh, all that. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun just being able to put our thoughts on the paper or on the computer and just kind of write Well, it's well documented how close you guys have been through the years, and I assume it's a way to stay close For sure. while being continents apart. Definitely. Yeah, it's actually – if we – we'll go a few days we, – we talk all the time, but we'll go a few days without talking, but then it's – Wait for us to connect. Like, hey, how's it going with the blog? You, you got your stuff going, and yeah, and then we'll just start talking about other things. But yeah, it's, it's a good way, definitely, for us to keep in touch. All right. Well, August sixth at uh, uh, the Coleman Caradine Alumni Game. It will be at Centennial. Yeah. I don't know if that's home court advantage or not. <laughs> I haven't been there. Oh, since you I was definitely. In high school. <laughs> the Central Centennial <laughs> Alumni Game. Uh, this it's, is your chance. I already rigged. Yeah. <laughs> By a bunch of students, you know, parents will be co- will be sure. refs. Yeah. Sure. This for is sure. your chance, though, for the any trash talk you want to get in towards your brother, towards any other central alums. I'll, I'll just let the game speak for itself. Uh, I taking think, the I think, high road. Yeah, you always did that. <laughs> Even when you were here. <laughs> That's not much of my game. You know that. Give us a quote. Uh, it's so I, cool. I, Coleman, such a great, such an icon oh, for over sure. there. I love it. It was so great to be. So I. I think it's so cool to honor him. Did yeah. you get mm-hmm. trash talked in Europe, and did you get trash talked in English or uh, Greek or whatever? If it was in other languages, I didn't know. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are times it's interesting, especially on this last team I was at. There's only three Americans, and so the other guys are talking Greek to each other all the time, and like they could be talking bad stuff about their own teammates, but we have no idea, which is kind of probably the, probably better to to have it like that. Mm-hmm. So you don't hear it. Yeah, that's the Georgie Bassanis feeling. Yeah, playbook, right. Exactly. Where yell at the refs in Georgia, exactly. so they had no idea what he was. Yeah, like, I definitely yeah. picked up on a few terms that they, they've said over the years. So. <laughs> yeah. Really great to see. It's always great. Thanks, Bye. You too. Yeah, thanks and for uh, yeah, check in with us, and we'll keep following you uh, on your blog. And uh, are you still accepting uh, clients of youngsters, or are you, I am. Are you I fully booked. Um, my schedule is pretty limited. Uh, 
going into the, end of the year. I'm playing in the TBT, leaving next. Oh, next oh, you week. are. Yeah, I'm gonna play for the Oregon alumni team. Uh, randomly, Interesting. Randomly happen with I was that. Gonna yeah. say randomly. What are they called? Uh, always us. Yeah, we play on the 16th in Omaha. Wow. Yeah. So that know be probably soon to be a Big Ten school. I bet. <laughs> Without it shape, <laughs> Maybe, they yeah. probably would. Who knows? <laughs> that makes you legal. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that, I'm gonna play with them with no Illinois team this year or anything. So do yeah. that and yeah. Then I have a couple other things going on. But yeah, if people want to hit me up, uh, my email is finkymj at gmail.com and feel free to reach out if you have a kid that uh wants to work on their skills for sure finky f-i-n-k-e-m-j at gmail.com great to see you all the best thank you thanks Thanks for having me guys back on sports talk right after this That was fun. That was a lot of fun to catch oh, up yeah. with Michael Finky. He's such a good good kid, good talker. And kid you, is wrong, but he's an adult now, but he's getting there. Married and everything. You yeah. might say this is a Finky Friday instead of a Funky Friday. There you go. I like that. I don't know where uh, Michael Finky gets his shoes, but if it was asked me, I'd recommend Body and Soul down at the corner of Curtis Road and Dunlap here in Savoy. Mike Lindeman, and who's coached some basketball as well in his time, has a great operation there. And mostly it's just a little different when you walk in there as opposed to uh, just your random sporting goods store or uh, shoe store because you get personal attention from people who understand feet, understand what it's the difference is when you're just walking or you're just or you're running or any of the other kinds of activities you want to do and they take a moment to fit the shoe to you so i recommend to you body and soul sports you can find them online body and soul s-o-l-e dot com and you can do the online shopping thing but i just appreciate walking in the store saying hello to mike and the rest of the team and getting the attention i need Body and Soul Sports, Route 45, and Curtis Road in Savoy. A funky, finky Friday here for us on Sports Talk. A little bit uh, overcast, rainy, but that's okay. We, we're due, and we're glad we're getting some rain. Michael Finky uh, mentioned Malcolm Hill today played really well in the Bulls Summer League game. Just over 27 minutes, scored 18 points, and also had, uh, what, six rebounds and a couple of assists, a couple steals as well, and went eight for 10 from the free throw line, made a couple of threes, two for two from there. So that's good things for Malcolm Hill, who uh, was also a starter in the Summer League game today. If you're curious, the Bulls beat the Mavericks 199. But it really doesn't matter. Really doesn't matter, does it? Uh, Bob, you're saying you might be headed to a special place? Yes. That this sounds like heaven or something. But no. <laughs> it's not heaven. <laughs> no, it's not. It's Iowa. Uh, Field of Dreams. I think we're going there next week. I'm not sure what day we're going to go. My nephew is going to play in the game there. I've never been there, shockingly. I, that is shocking given yeah. your many trips to Iowa. Right. But we just never quite made It's a couple hours from Iowa City, which is never, and it's, it's the wrong way. So it's not heading toward home. So we're going to go up there and see what's up. We were there a couple of weeks ago with the, the kids and the cousins and then had some lunch in Dyersville at the right. family diner. I'll head there. 
Sounds good. The, the chicken melt was just fine. Okay. I'm I mean, good. it is your classic diner. I mean, the plastic cups and the, and the, you know, your standard diner fare and just real folksy little town. You can't believe this big tourist attraction is there, but it is. Right. Food in Iowa, I will say generally pretty good, like it is here. That's the world according to Bob Osmussen. Have a great weekend. Thanks you too. For, thanks for sitting in. I appreciate Anytime. it. I really do. Thank you to Michael Finke for joining us this hour. Last hour, Matt Daniels and Joey Wright were in. Joey Wright also on the other side of the door running some controls for us. We appreciate that. You heard it. Saturday Sports Talk is tomorrow morning with Steve and Lauren at 9 a.m. And we are back Monday at 4. White Sox baseball coming up at 6.30 on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM. WDWS Champaign-Urbana. I'm Scott Beatty. Good night.